This is Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president of World Ministries International, a non-denominational end times ministry dedicated to fulfilling a divine commission to trumpet forth warnings from God concerning the imminent second coming of Christ and the impending judgment of God upon the ungodly. God has sent Dr. Hansen to many nations of the world with a solemn warning to the political and religious leaders and citizenry to repent of their sinfulness and wickedness or face the catastrophic judgments that will soon be unleashed upon the unbelieving world. Listen now to the warnings of our compassionate and merciful Creator conveyed through His faithful prophetic spokesman, the host of Warning Radio, Dr. Jonathan Hansen. This is Dr. Jonathan Hansen. I'm the president of World Ministries International. I want to welcome all of you to the Warning Program. Whether you're watching or listening, welcome. I have Andrea Walters with me again, and we're going to talk about today uh, victim slash walking through fear. Uh, She was a victim in the past. I'll let her explain that. And then her journey walking through fear, where now she's living by faith. No more fear, but a survivor, a victor. Uh, Andrea, welcome back. Thank you. Amen. Yes. So why don't you, if if a person never has watched or listened to our program in the past with you, summarize it. Yes. Um, My ministry is Amos Moses Ministries, and it's been developed out of a lifetime of struggle with faith, struggle with the world, struggle with trauma, struggle with uh, crimes against myself uh, from humanity and family members. Um, So regardless of where you are or where you've been or where you're going, um, something that I say or that Dr. Jonathan Hansen says today, thank you for having me, uh, might ring a bell with you, might register in your spirit, um, in your mind. So I just want to pray right now for everyone that's listening, watching. So Lord God, I just thank you for this opportunity. I thank you for those that can hear my voice. If they're not in a safe place, Lord God, just surround them with your protection right now, that they're able to get this broadcast. And I just thank you right now for the sacrifice of your testimony, Lord Jesus Christ, that you did walk it, you did walk through fear, you sweat blood in the garden. So... We know for a fact you had fear. And I just am so humbled by the fact that we would share the same airspace with the Lord God in heaven. So the throne room is open always in Jesus' name in the courts of heaven. Never closed. So thank you. Um, So the trauma of childhood, uh, sexual abuse starting at three years old, that's a very young age. And how do you come back from that? Uh, It being a family member that you are constantly seeing, constantly pretending you don't see, and constantly protecting because the hammer will fall if you tell. Um, Not only that, but uh, the unbelief surrounded by the truth. Who's going to believe you, a child, 
Who's going to believe them that hung the moon for the rest of the family? Maybe they're a service member. Maybe they're a police officer, a fireman. Maybe they hold a teacher's position. Maybe they're female in authority. Wrong touch is wrong touch. Yes. So walking through fear, walking through the fire of fear, what that feels like, uh, trauma, regardless of where it comes from, whether it's sexual abuse, a heart attack can cause trauma to the heart attacked victim. So the point of this is that there is a reaction in your body, your psyche, your spirit. Mental health is a direct result of your spiritual condition. So that being said, that being true, every fiber in your being is connected to your spirit, your flesh. So when something invades that space, that secure space, your autonomy yes. is what we're talking about. That's right. The core of who you are. You should be asleep and safe and sound in your own bed. But yes, many yes. are not. Ripped out of bed and abused. Uh, abused in their sleep. I know of women that are married who are being raped by their husbands here in America. This has happened. I have a client. So my legal ministry is vast, and I learn new things every day about the depravity of the human being. So that being said, when confronted in my testimony in our second part, this being the third part, I ended with a hiding that I was doing. I was being hunted down by this family member, and uh, the age difference was literally almost seven years. That is all. Seven years. But to me, as a three and four year old, they were an adult. You bet. They were an authority figure in my life. Much bigger, much stronger, and authority in their voice. And everyone around them regarded them as an authority and let them do whatever they wanted. So that changed the dynamics for this girl. Yeah, because many of them would use that age as, even as a babysitter. Yes, thank you. So there you go. Yes. Person of a, uh, in a position of authority. Yes. So this specific person was walking around with a BB gun. Wow. Looking for me, a four-year-old. Oh, my. And so I went and ran and hid under the boat tarp. I got up on the trailer and I hid the blue tarp over my body and I leaned against the boat. My uncle's boat. So his son was the one that was after me with the gun, which I could see below the tarp going along the floor. As he's looking for me, my breath left me. That's fear. Yes. I didn't hold my breath on purpose. Fear took hold of me, and my breath left me to protect me. This is the Holy Spirit, okay? Just because I was in fear does not mean I did not carry the Holy Spirit and did not mean I was in sin. Fear not, for have I not given you a spirit of power, love, and a sound mind? Okay, sometimes fear is your friend. It brings you to alertness. Soldiers testified about this all the time. But in this case, it was a protective measure. He couldn't hear my breathing, my panicked, <sighs> 
God protected me, he could not find me. He yes, hid me. Yes, 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 yes. And I'll capitalize a moment on that. Thank you. You know, a person, uh, people get saved all the time, but we call, uh, there's a word called sanctification, means there's a growing process where we continue to grow in the Lord. But certainly we're saved, but we are growing in the Lord. Just like if you're born and now you're one years old, uh, you're still a human being, whether you're one years old or 99. So uh, there you go. Yeah. Uh, and that's what you were saying. Yes. Yes. And I, my limited spiritual experience at that age, uh, I had already heard an entity in my room. I had already seen spirits. I had already heard scary stories from family members about spirits. I had already heard about a Ouija board. Wow. I already had this awareness of these kinds of things. Yes. Now confronted with my own safety, what do you do in a situation like that? I don't know Jesus. I don't know the Holy Spirit, but he knows me. Yeah, yeah. So the divine plan for this girl came into effect at that moment. And I see an opening and out. I don't think like that. I'm a four-year-old kid. I ran for my life. Sure. Well, now he's in tow behind me. I'm running. I'm not stopping. I'm headed to the dog in the backfield, right? Because I know the dog, yellow lab named Grover, is going to save my life. Wow. Right? Wow. So I'm running through this yard, and his mother, my aunt, is laying out in the sun, enjoying her tan, and I'm running in bloody terror from this guy that had been touching me for a year and a half. My goodness. And I knew this is what was going to happen again. But now he wants to kill me because I've been hiding from him all day. So I'm running for my life here. And I look at my aunt and I said, he's got a gun. Because in my mind, he's going to blow my head off. And in the reality, he could shoot my eye out at the very minimum. Oh, sure. BB guns are dangerous. Yes. Especially today, they make some that can kill you going through your eye. They're so high-powered. Yes. So my fear was not unfounded. No, it was very real. And she had a reaction of apathy. Oh, (laughs) cut it out. That's so funny. Wow. Yes, thank you. So that was my reaction. And just keep running. Just keep running. That's all I did the rest of my life was run from that. Those feelings, those emotions, that terror, the the memory, and the nightmares that followed running through quicksand to get away from someone you can't see. The chase dreams, the visions in the daytime because you're so exhausted, you're kind of daydreaming and visioning at the same time falling asleep and you're not quite coherent until something happens and then you're on high alert again. So that's a vicious cycle of insomnia, torture, trauma, the whole thing that sets in. Wow. PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder. So this would be why victims of sexual assault, of prolonged molestation, end up with a rating in mental health fields of soldier issues, PTSD and warfare issues, because it is a battlefield in your home. It's a battlefield on the street. It's a battlefield in your mind. It's mental gymnastics to get through your day. 
And ladies and gentlemen, many of you out there, you are understanding what she's saying. You've been a victim. And some of you have not resolved that area of fear yet. But let me tell you, there is hope. And we're yes, going to we're going to touch on that right now. And so there is hope. There is an overcoming spirit where we can be victorious. We don't have to let the past torment us about the future. And that's what the gospel of Jesus Christ is about. Is uh, again, I have Andrea Walters with me right now. And uh, we're talking today about victim walking through fear. If you have not seen her programs on this warning channel, go to my website, www.worldministries.org, www.worldministries.org. You need to look up the previous programs we've done because they're excellent and you're going to be blessed with all of them. Andrea? Thank you. So the truth is this. I had no faith at four years old. I had no uh, any way to rely on anyone to save me or help me. And um, anyone that I could have died when I was 16, and I kept it a secret. So who's going to help? Can you help yourself? Probably not. That was my issue. I was trying to think it out, figure it out, feel it out, help me. Screaming at God in my spirit, where are you? Were you not there? Did you not stop it? Why didn't you stop it? If he had stopped all of this at every turn, my life wouldn't have been so interesting later. And I wouldn't be sitting here talking to you fine people. So the point of it all is this. If you're afraid and you know it's the right thing you got to do, do it scared. And pray along the way. Don't ever stop praying. I went 30 years and didn't say the words amen because I thought it cut off communication with God. Say it, don't say it. It doesn't matter. God's going to hear every tear and every word. And I promise you this. His promises are real because I'm walking it out. I'm living it out. I have the freedom to not be afraid. I have the freedom to sit here and speak to you today. I have the freedom to open my Bible. I have the freedom to read it because I choose to. And if someone wants to jerk it out of my hand and say, I don't want you to feel like you have to read this all the time. That's somebody that probably doesn't have my best interest or yours. So my prayer for you today is that you wouldn't lean on your own understanding that you wouldn't lean on anyone else's understanding, let alone mine. This is just my experience. I can't save you. I can't reach out there and snatch you from your situation. But I can tell you this. Jesus wants to live in you. The Holy Spirit wants to come inside and unscramble what's been scrambled and upright what's been laid down and put aside and shoved over. So in Jesus' name... I command healing right now in your hearts and in your minds that they become one and that the eyes of your heart be opened to the Holy Spirit, that the Holy Spirit just wash you right now, just a whitewash, because that's all the past really is. Amen. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So, Andrea, this started at three. Yes. And when, when, did you finally uh, move into victory when you walked through your fear? At nine years old, I was 
baptized by choice. I had an experience with Jesus. I had a vision and an experience at church. I talked about it in the first session. You'll have to watch that to, to hear that. And um, the next encounter with this individual, uh, he got on my level to hurt me and to abuse me. And the Lord Jesus Christ spoke out of me and said no in a man's baritone voice I this little nine-year-old girl. And the look on my perpetrator's face, the blood draining from his face and turning white, and the fear coming into him and out of me, priceless. Amen. Yes. Amen. Did he ever get exposed? I spoke his name to my mother and my stepfather, who were and are Southern Baptist. They chose to take me at 18 years old to a nun at Our Lady of the Lake, Catholic Church because they knew that was the best place to hide sexual abuse. I, however, did not. I just didn't understand this place you never wanted me to step foot in before. Now, all of a sudden, we're open arms and coming in with this horrible issue. The best place to hide sexual abuse in a family is to take it to the Catholic Church. That's a horrible thing. So I sat there. This is my experience. I testified to the truth. I sat there with a nun, and I spoke to her my trauma. I gave her some details. It was very informative. And these are tender age years, under five. Yes, yes. So the abuse stopped. He was a 16-year-old teenager. Yes, yes. The last time he touched me. Yes. And I was still a nine-year-old girl before that. Yes. Okay, so that, there's a huge problem there with the law. She had a duty to report and a duty to warn. So now she's given me a book called The White Rabbit. I do not recommend it. It is a book completely full of incest stories that are very impactful, hurtful, and harmful to people who have been traumatized by incest. And it was the very first thing she thought to do was to feed me more trauma. I got through three people's stories and I threw it in the recycle bin because my spirit just couldn't handle it. So... Going in there, speaking the truth, thinking, okay, so now I have a woman now that knows this. Not just my mother. Was I a bad mom? I don't know. That's not my job. That was her response to trauma to her daughter. So now the nun, I've got another female that knows this is important. I'm squashed like a bug. She invites my mother and stepfather in. Let's have a family meeting. Oh, let's do. I'm thinking we're going to get him. No. The stepfather says, oh, you'll ruin his military career. And his mother's a basket case. She won't be able to handle it. And my mother, my biological mother, sat silent. No words. Nothing. That was it. That was the support this girl got. So I wasn't heard. I wasn't taken serious. Or I was heard. I was taken serious, and they covered it up. So when that happens, what do you do? Well, this girl tried to kill herself. First, I get married to somebody who burns his apartment down for insurance money because I don't trust myself because of what's happened in the past. 
I don't trust anyone around me. So it's normal to marry someone you don't trust is what I'm thinking. But then he goes and commits a crime. And now I'm a witness. So then what do you do? You want to tell. You want to tell. You want to unburden yourself. But you can't because they'll kill you. So you tell your pastor, you need to pray for this guy. Something horrible's happened, but you can't tell him anything. And then your soon-to-be mother-in-law, who you're incredibly terrified of, comes to you at work and says, if you don't marry my son and keep this secret, we're going to kill your grandmother. We're going to burn your mother's house down with your grandmother in it. So if you're going to walk through fear as a victim, these are the things that might happen. You trust the wrong people and then you see things you didn't want to see. You hear things you don't want to hear. You know things you should never know. These are the things that occurred. And so you see the true colors in people around these things. And I went to jail for eight days for keeping my mouth shut. And then I blabbed everything I knew. It's on the record. My entire testimony on the record. And I was wired for sound one day, not knowing it in the beginning, the other person was wired. But they were involved in the crime. So they were eschewing the conversation to their favor. The moment they began to lie, I began to know it, and I began to lie. So the police were listening. And I lied to get information out of this guy. Because I'm the one on the hot seat, not this guy. And I knew anything he says, I need to take to the bank because this guy knows more than I do. So I made up things based on what I had heard over the past. Conversations that ended when I walked in a room. Huge red flag. Um, things like that. You just, you just know something's going on. I don't know what it is. Can't put my finger on it, but something's not quite right. And then everything's revealed. What do you do? There are a lot of people that don't know I did not commit an arson simply because they don't know me. I was hidden from them. I couldn't be myself around them because of a victim of incest. We got two minutes. So, yes, um, walking through fear as a victim means you are doing it scared. So whether you are afraid or not, do the right thing for yourself. Keep yourself safe. Do the right thing for those around you. Keep them safe. Make your own reports. 2007, I made my own police reports. Best thing I could have ever done. And here I am. So in Jesus' name, there is freedom from fear. I stand before you now unafraid, undaunted. And it's a good place to be. And that's because of the Lord God, Jesus. Absolutely. Ladies and gentlemen, once again, you're watching, listening to the warning program, Andrea Walters. She was a victim, and she shared how she walked through her fears. Now she's no longer afraid. Now she's victorious. Now she is strong, and she can help other people come out of their fears, or if we want to say their victimhood. And so if you have not seen her past programs, please go to my website, www.worldministries.org. That's 
worldministries.org. Click on uh, radio and television. You can watch or listen. So just go into rear and find the programs because I think you're going to be extremely happy you did. So many people uh, are victims, sexual victims. Eight out of 10 girls, ladies, become a victim by the time they're 18. Boys, men is rising in this terrible age we live in today yes. where uh, men are being exploited. Boys, because again, uh, of the leadership in America that says there's more than just two genders. Uh, I'll tell you, there's a male and female and that's it. Anything else comes out of your polluted mind uh, from doctrines of demons. Uh, let me tell you something again. But with, with those doctrines of demons influencing even the White House, tell you what, boys and men are being exploited today like never before. Again, you're watching, tuning into the warning program, listening to it. This is Dr. Jonathan Hansen. Special guest, Andrea Walters. The program today victim slash walking through fear. Andrea, thank you for the courage to share your testimony. Thank you. Again, ladies and gentlemen, tune in again next week. Tune in again tomorrow to The Warning Program with Dr. Jonathan Hansen. May God richly bless you. May he heal you. You do have a future. Now let's go through the fear and see your destiny complete. God bless you. Thanks for listening to this episode of Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president of World Ministries International. Warning Radio is a listener-supported program. We need your donations in order to continue airing these Christ-centered prophetic programs. Send your checks or money orders to World Ministries International, Post Office Box 277, Stanwood, Washington, 98292. To donate securely by phone, call 360-629-5248. Visit our website to find other ways of giving and a wealth of information about World Ministries International and host Dr. Jonathan Hansen. The website is worldministries.org. There, you'll also have access to hundreds of previously aired radio programs, made-for-television videos, thousands of articles, Dr. Hansen's books, and travel itinerary. Again, the website is worldministries.org. The phone number is 360-629-5248. Tune in at this same time, Monday through Friday, on this radio station for the next exciting edition of Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen. Remember, the Lord is not slow about the promise of His return, as some count slowness, but is patient toward you, not wishing for any to perish, but for everyone to come to the repentance that leads to eternal life.